the Bible Study Podcast, episode 644. Today, the Bible Study Podcast finishes a study of the book of Galatians. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. It is, in fact, the last episode on Galatians with chapter 6, the eighth episode that we have done. And next week, as I said, we will jump into the book of Genesis. Galatians 6, doing good to all. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load." Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And so Paul has just spent quite a lot of time in this particular letter talking about it's not about law, it's about love. It's about faith expressing itself through love, right? The only thing is faith expressing itself through love. And so as he gets into this verse, he gives us some specific ways that faith can be expressed through love, some specific ways that we can do that sort of thing. And one is to deal with people who are brothers and sisters who have fallen into sin. And he says, it will happen, right? We are not perfect. And he says, if you have someone who is fallen into sin, they're caught in a sin, um, then restore them gently, right? So you're, the purpose of the church, the purpose of the faith is to restore people to God, and that that is our goal, not condemnation. And that's very important for us to know. So it's not a matter of saying, ha-ha, you sinned, right? But it's taking them aside and saying, hey, I think you've gone someplace you ought not have gone. And doing it, you know, I think preferably in a way that is not public, or at least at first, that is in a way that is not public, because doing it gently, doing it in a way that eases the way for them to turn around, for them to repent. And he says, be careful because you may also be tempted. Uh, and that certainly you can see why that may be the case. If they're, whatever they're doing was tempting to them, it may be tempting for you also. But basically look out for each other. And it's interesting because he talks about about burdens, and he says two different, very conflicting things. He says, carry your own burden, and he says, carry each other's burdens. But I think what that means is we should be more thinking about who can I help with their burdens than who can help me with mine. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with that second question, but again, he's wanting them to think in a framework of love where the first question that comes out of their mouth comes out of their mouth framed by love and that means that the first question that they should ask is 
who is burdened that I can help? And he says, in that way, you fulfill the law of Christ, right? He said that, don't worry about circumcision. Don't worry about all those law things. Don't worry about becoming Jewish. The law of Christ is faith expressing itself through love. And so this is how we really do what God wants. But he says, don't deceive yourselves. He he says, test your own actions and Take pride in yourself alone without comparing. And comparing is one of those traps. Comparing is a trap of the devil because comparing can lead you in one of two ways. It can either lead you to think you have less value than you do, and the devil is quite willing to throw you into that ditch, but the ditch on the other side of the road is to think you have more value than you do. And see, he says, test your own actions. Take pride in yourself alone. Did I accomplish this? Am I doing better? Not am I doing as well as Bob? Because Bob has different gifts, has different calling, maybe a different place on his spiritual journey. Susan may be in a different place, have different gifts at a different place on her spiritual journey. Don't compare yourself to what they're doing. Compare yourself to what you did last week or the week before or the year before that. Are you growing? Are you moving in the right direction? And avoid those two traps of, I have no value or I have more value than you have. Because they are traps. And comparison can easily push us into one of those two ditches. Carry your own load, but also pay attention to the good things that you got from your instructor and and pay them back. Don't be seen, God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. And the question we have to ask ourselves is, what are we sowing? Are we sowing love, as he's encouraged us to do in this, or are we sowing bitterness and spite and pettiness and all of those other things that are not where he is calling us to do? How do we treat people? How do we talk about people? How do we talk about people when they're not there? Every time we do that, we are sowing something. Do not be surprised, he says, if when you're sowing bad things, bad things happen. And don't blame God for it because guess what he's saying? You caused that with your actions. Take some responsibility. So he says, with that in mind, as we have opportunity, let's do good. As we see opportunity, let's do good. As we can, let's do good. He says, especially to those in the family of believers. But not only to them, right? He goes on and finishes this way. Not circumcision, but the new creation. See what large letters I use as I write to you with my own hand. Those who want to impress people by means of the flesh are trying to compel you to be circumcised. The only reason they do this is to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. Not even those who are circumcised keep the law, yet they want you to be circumcised that they may boast about your circumcision in the flesh. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is the new creation. Peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus, 
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen. And so he comes back again as he started with this question of circumcision and says they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Those people who are calling for you to be circumcised aren't doing it for your benefit. And they're talking about this so that they don't be identified as Christians because Christians are starting to come under persecution. And so he says they're trying to avoid that by being Jewish. And he says, may he only boast in the cross of Christ. Now, it's interesting when we talk about those phrases, we talk about them more lightly than Paul would. Paul, being a Roman citizen, would have seen people die on a cross because they did it in very public places. When Jesus is crucified, he is crucified outside a gate of the city that people will walk by and see the judgment of Rome. And so when he says he puts his faith in the cross of Christ, he means in the death and the resurrection of Christ, but he also knows what that cost. It's not for him that cross at the front of the church. It's not for him that cross we wear around our neck because neither of those were in existence in his time. It is a cross that Jesus took where he died in agony for our sin. He says, may I only boast in that. And again, he says, see what large letters I write with my own hands. Again, we think maybe Paul had some uh, malady of the eyes, as he referred to earlier, how they would have plucked out their own eyes and given them to him. Um, Not particularly important, but interesting. And so all of this, he says, What counts is the new creation. What counts is that God has made us new. It's not about the law. And again, the whole letter probably is summed up, not with these verses, but with the verse that we had last week, that the only thing that matters is faith expressing itself through love. And Paul, when he talks about the new creation, when he talks about making, as we have opportunity, let us do good, that's what he is talking about. And that is still valid for us today. As we have opportunity this week, let us do good to all people. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. The only thing I would say is when he says, as we have opportunity, I suspect we probably have more opportunity than we think. This again has been the Bible Study Podcast, and thanks so much for listening. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.